0: hey hey everyone today is the day we finally made it to the home alone recap the much highly anticipated podcast episode of me and a couple friends going over home alone and basically talking about why it's such an amazing movie and christmas movie specifically we had a fun time covering this uh this recap for Home Alone. I hope you all enjoy it. It's a little over an hour long. I hope it gives you kind of a little bit of Christmas cheer and maybe the, uh, the desire to watch it again. If it does, let me know. I would love that I played a role in that. Um, also, I hope everybody's just enjoying this Christmas season and uh, things are going well and that life is good. I don't have much more to say besides that. Hope you all have had a great week. Um, Gearing up for a great weekend, all that stuff. We'll be back with you next Monday on part two for Adam Eberts' episode. And I think that's when it actually, um, I mean, it obviously pivots from his own background to kind of how he started the Desnat movement with some friends. And I think it's really interesting. And I think the conversation, it's it's a good back and forth as opposed to him just kind of um telling me about his his life and us doing it that way uh this is a little bit more dynamic in that regard and i i personally really enjoyed it i think adam is a really interesting guy and it totally makes sense kind of his uh, his approach in thinking and what how he wanted to do this or start that movement but anyway i've gone on long enough enjoy this podcast episode home alone recap we have some awesome categories i hope you're all looking forward to that
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSC. Mormons are really nice people. Totally nice. They are the yeah. best cult. Have
0: you ever, under the influence of alcohol, questioned the teachings of the Mormon church?
1: Well, These Mormons are so nice. Everybody's so nice. <laughs> Everybody's so nice in Utah. They're all Mormon, right? Yeah. So they're not also drinking. And they're like not cussing. They're like, Slovis, you stink. <laughs> I'm, afraid I'm afraid it was the Mormons. <laughs> Yes, yes, the, the moments, moments were the crack answer. Because God loves and he wants some more. Shout out to the Latter-day Saints.
0: All right. On the much-anticipated podcast, at least from my end, and I think most people are excited for this from what I can gather. I can see it in your faces. Both of you are excited for this. We're doing the Home Alone recap and talking about why Home Alone is such an iconic, amazing Christmas movie. So, before we start, I do want to introduce our two guests today, the lovely Miss Ariana Worthen. Oh, hello! Gracing I'm back. us with her presence once again on this podcast, and the re- most recurring guest we have on this pod—he's almost not even a guest at this point—Chase <laughs> Bartholomew. Good to be back. That's it. That's all you got. <laughs>
1: Don't have anything good.
0: He also like tried to sound sultry. I could tell there. Good, good to be back. <laughs> all right, so i'm excited about this i've got a nice outline for those that follow the rewatchables podcast part of the ringer network i'm a big fan um it's going to be reminiscent of that there's no question it's obviously kind of what i'm basing this whole thing off of so you're going to see some parallels with what we go through and everything obviously i've renamed what i could and uh felt like i could rename on my own and but just to kind of give an overview that's what we're going to do i'll introduce the categories um, actually, I'll just go through the categories right now. What we're going to talk about, at least, and, and I'm open for anything that you guys have as well. But we're going to talk about the worst character. I want to go over that. Okay. Best line in the movie. And I'll even play some clips of that as well for, nice. for you guys here, and well as as well as putting them in the podcast itself. Favorite character. Um, and then we have a special segment that I threw in there of which character, uh, which actor or actress had appeared in a Seinfeld episode, because you could do that with almost every movie, it seems like, especially in the 90s. Crazy theories, a section on that about the movie. <laughs> Plot holes. Trivia. That's the longest one, because there's a lot of fun trivia stuff, I think, at least. Casting almost slash recasting. Who would you maybe put in the movie instead, and what would it be like, things like that, or what would it be like with some of the casting almost scenarios. Um, unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions unanswerable questions, which is a direct segment I'm taking from the Rewatchables because I really like that one, and then the final question, which I won't give to you guys now. You may have already had access to that, but we'll just... It's an easy question, just kind of like, who's the MVP? But anyway, all right, so I just wanted to start out saying I've got my own little funny story, kind of. It's kind of ridiculous. One of my earliest memories, certainly, of this movie. I was always scared of the intro of this movie, the music, uh, and that like kind of like the creepy with the little like, animated house and everything and it would kind of zoom in slowly on the house and then like the house would get hit by the the title Home Alone on, on both sides and then the light would click on. That and it just, scared you? It scared me. It scared me as a kid. I was like, I don't know, I was like six or seven and I remember watching it. I think I might have been even younger than that actually. I might have been in kindergarten where I had half days so I might have been just with me and my mom and my mom just kind of in a room me doing my own thing and my, all my siblings We're at school and I remember so I could avoid that scene, I ran to the back of the house and just started jumping on my sister's beds for a little bit just to like (laughs) pass the time and fell and hit the bed frame of the other bed, like nailed it with my mouth and just blood got everywhere, like cut my lip open and uh, I remember ran, obviously ran down the hall to go tell my mom and cry and get it all fixed up and everything. But, yeah, that's, that's a home alone memory for me because I was so creeped out by the beginning.
1: Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> we're switching movies at this point. But, uh, yeah, well, Oh,
0: okay.
3: interesting, huh?
0: I was five. Take it easy, man. I mean, I
1: would understand if you were afraid of the talking furnace. I, I, <laughs> yeah, literally. That was
0: also the scariest, yeah. one of the other scariest parts. But, yeah, the intro, that was pretty bad. I, I admit, I admit. Um, but my question to start off to both of you. Is aside from the nostalgia, but it can be, and we can talk about that, is this actually a good movie? Yes.
1: Absolutely. I know this because my nieces and nephews love it as well. It's a timeless movie, and it'll continue to be that way. I mean, I know they keep coming up with remakes and stuff, but it doesn't matter. It's always going to be the ultimate Christmas movie, and I bet our grandkids will be watching it.
3: I agree. Really?
0: You think this will stand the test of time, and it won't just be generational? 100%.
3: Yeah, because it already has.
0: You think it's our... So, in other words, the the kids growing up now are watching that and loving it?
3: My nieces and... Really? Yeah.
0: Is that because their parents are kind of pushing it on them? Because here's the thing. I grew up watching specific movies that my parents loved during Christmas, and it became kind of our thing. And that kind of has its own branches, right? Like, everybody grows up with those movies in their own household. Like, I wasn't... We weren't big into watching Christmas Vacation growing up, but we were big in watching A Christmas Story, and I've noticed that that's just kind of different with different people.
1: I mean, there could come a point where, like, it's Home Alone is so dated, like, relative to, like, technology and innovation and stuff that eventually kids won't be able to relate to it because just, like, the way of life in Home Alone won't be at all similar to their own. But that's, I think we're still a far way out from that. This is
0: kind of my fault, but we are kind of deviating from the question that I asked, which isn't that it's, like, will it, is it a good movie isn't the same thing as will other generations like it, Mm. I guess. So there is that. It is a good movie. I would agree. And it isn't just nostalgic for us because it is well done. Like there's a lot of thought into it. Oh, it's so
2: well done. They did their due diligence along Mm -hmm. the way.
0: Like it's kind of funny. Like specifically what I'm thinking of as I kind of rewatch this, you notice a little bit more kind of the subtleties of like how he got left. Like I didn't notice when like in the 20 times I watched (laughs) it like growing up that the ticket, the plane ticket, his plane ticket gets thrown away.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I
0: totally missed that as a kid. But, like, you see it now and you're like, oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Because if they had an extra ticket. Yeah. yeah, So, like, they're covering up that as a potential plot hole from being a plot hole. Um, the neighborhood kid coming into the van. Everybody knew that one. That one was obvious. Yeah. Who gets counted as Kevin, essentially. Sorry, I got the hiccups. Um, and they're just kind of covering their bases in that regard. The power going out. Kevin getting sent up to the top of the room. Like, they really do a good job mm-hmm. just, like, outlining it all and be like, mm-hmm. we're not going to leave... Any stone unturned as much as possible.
1: Well, they actually cared about plots in movies back then. Like nowadays, none of that would have even factored in. They just would have been like, "Oh, he got left at home," and uh, here's some CGI like that. That's that, true. Like nowadays, they just don't. They don't care about the plot. It's not a factor. Mm-hmm. That is actually. I agree with that. Yeah. I have
0: made the argument before that I think the best genre of movies is the nineties actions, nineties action era, because. It was when they hit the sweet spot of getting into CGI, but they couldn't overdo it because if they did, it would just look really terrible. It would look obviously computer generated, but they had to. So they had to do like what they could, and then they could supplement it with CGI. So it wasn't just overblown with green screen CGI nonsense like it is now for the most part. But it, like I don't know, it just really helped kind of propel a real more realistic movie to me. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I also would say it's probably one of the best casted movies out there. Like I, it's hard to think of a movie has a better cast than all
0: <laughs> So we'll definitely get to that. Um Before we do, though, let's just go ahead and do our first segment of the movie. Yeah. Did you have more to say on that? No, Chains? that's all I got. Yeah. So who's the worst Who's the worst character? I know who I have in mind, but I want to hear from you guys first. The uncle. Okay, why?
3: Actually, no, 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 I'm changing it. Buzz. <laughs> Wait, why is Buzz like the, the worst cast. character? His face annoys me. Just because his face annoys <laughs> um, you? He, he represents to me... Just like, um, he's, I don't know if I can say this. (laughs) We'll just say it. I can. He's just ugly and his face annoys me.
0: You can definitely say that. Okay. Are you kidding me? Have you listened to all the podcasts Chase has been on? No, not yet. He said way worse things than that. No,
3: honestly, it's like he, for me, he represents the teenage boy when I was at high school that was like the pervy one that would hit on all the hot chicks, but was like a two.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can see that. And
3: so when I watch from a female perspective, from a female perspective, he's gross.
0: Yeah. He's my least that.
3: favorite character. Okay. He's got some great lines, but I every yeah.
1: He does have great lines. He has <laughs> yeah, the best lines. <laughs> um, so for me, the worst, I mean the obvious answer to the worst character is that stupid kid that like distracts the van and then he you know ends up being counted as Kevin and basically creates the whole... That's movie. That's not I,
0: obvious to me. I,
1: I guess we have to thank him because because of him there's a movie. If it weren't for him, they would just go on a vacation and that would be the movie. I'll
0: be honest, I didn't think that deeply into this situation, yeah. but I'll, yeah. I'll let you proceed. No,
1: but no, he, he's not the worst character. It's actually, if I had to go with one, there, there's two that I would go with. Either the lady that sold Kevin the toothbrush because she indulges him in this stupid question about the toothbrush being approved by the American Dental Association It's <laughs> actually one of my it's, favorite lines. and then the, and then she go, <laughs> she goes to his boss and, and he's he's like he's like uh, why do you like I don't know if it's approved by the American dental it's like why are you indulging this kid just tell him it is or like yeah. just blow him yeah. off that's one and then the other one would probably be the cousin who says, Maybe, she's, maybe he's just trying to be nice. <laughs> Talking about the South Bun shovel slayer. Oh, yeah, yeah. the
0: nerdy cousin. <laughs> That's like the only time you ever see that guy. I don't yeah. remember even seeing him
1: in the yeah, movie. Yeah, he doesn't really right. have a prominent role, but he's kind of a little... I mean, if you think about like, what, one of the lines in the movie is... Uh, uh, Buzz asks, if, uh, do, do, do French babes shave their pits... And he says, Some don't. And it's like, What kind of pervert is this kid that he, like, what kind of Google searches is he doing to know about this? Like, yeah, how would
0: he know? That is a good question. <laughs> Some don't. Especially in the 90s. He yeah, wasn't like, good. What, Google wasn't can you, I was going
3: to say, Did they, no, did we have-
0: the internet was not around. Yeah, so that I can had promise this, it, was, this... it came out in 91, so it was set around 1990.
3: Okay, so he didn't.
1: He had this weird hey, specialized you know? information. <laughs> Some don't.
3: Some don't. Was he
0: the one, He well, he could have been tied to the family that was living in France at the time. Maybe so there's that. True. So that could exonerate him from being a weirdo, at least. He's definitely nerdy, but some don't is kind of weird. Yeah, because it's like for a kid, that's a binary question: they do or they don't.
1: I think he's just bsing, to be honest. I think
0: so too. He's trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to fit in. That's yeah. He's definitely trying trying to be accepted in front of Buzz for sure. All right, so for me, it is Frank. It's Uncle Frank, and the reason why is this: Mm -hmm. it's simple. He, I hated him as a kid, and I still hate him as an adult. Mm -hmm. He's like the worst person in the world. I mean, like, he takes the pizza and he's like, oh, oh, oh," like, oh, you're going to have to ask somebody else to pay for it. Uh, And then he openly just antagonizes Kevin as the uncle. And you're just like, this guy's a terrible human being. Um, Calling him a jerk, which we'll get to that more of that later, in front of everybody. Like, what uncle does that? He's the most careless. He steals silverware on a plane. (laughs) Like, he's just a bad person.
1: You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, he's like, yeah,
0: yeah. He's like, put him in your purse. Put
1: him in your purse. And then he's also the one who cared the least that Kevin was left home that alone. That <laughs> one
0: is fine. He's actually exonerated from that. Because, I mean, when, you know, I kind of get that, having a bunch of niece. No, I'm joking.
3: because <laughs> Kevin. Well, anyway, we'll get to that.
0: So, okay. Let's get into the next segment. Best line in the movie. Mm-hmm. I know I have my nominees. I'll go ahead and start, a, start off with my nominees. And first one is, that comes to my mind, is Buzz, which I'll share that clip.
1: Can I sleep in your room? I don't want to sleep on the hide bed with If you have something to drink, you will wet the bed. I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass. I <laughs> hate hey, Kevin's,
0: Kevin's reaction is incredible there, okay? <laughs> yeah. And then there's also, Kevin, get upstairs. I am upstairs, dummy.
1: There are 15 people in this house. You're the only one who has to make trouble. I'm the only one getting dumped up. You're the only one acting up. now. Get upstairs. I am upstairs, dummy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I love that one.
0: And then, this one I like too. This one is just kind of random, but it's just kind of like shows the idiocy of the wet bandits and Marv specifically. Kids are afraid of the dark. He's like, you're afraid of the dark too, Marv. We'll unload the
1: van. We'll get a bite to eat. We'll come back about nine o'clock. This way it's dark then.
0: Yeah. Kids are scared of the dark. You're afraid of the dark too, Marv. You know you no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> and then Buzz, obviously, this one is like, got top for a ton of us.
2: Buzz, your girlfriend.
3: Woof. That's my favorite by far. <laughs> I
0: think the shattering glass really yes. adds to it as well. <laughs> that the is fact that, my
3: favorite hands yeah. down.
0: And then this one to me is a big sleeper pick. This is the last one I have as a nominee.
3: What kind of mother?
1: makes you feel any better i forgot my reading (laughs) (laughs) classes.
0: that is incredible that kind of and so i did mean to say that even though uncle frank i think is the worst character he may have the actual best line in the movie which is when the mom is just completely despondent on a plane i left my kid who knows he could be dead by now the kid kevin could be dead and uncle frank is sitting there well if he makes it feel any better i, f- I forgot my reading glasses <laughs> amazing just amazing I, I love that part you guys have any nominees
1: um, my favorite is this is, a, this is actually one i use on my family all the time or variations of it like i apply it to the situation but it's when kevin says did anyone order me a plain cheese and then buzz says yeah we did but if you want any someone's gonna have to barf it all up because it's gone
2: <laughs> yeah, about right.
3: I wouldn't
0: expect anything less from you, but that's solid, solid. Ari, do you have any YouTube nominees?
3: Line, it's the buzz. It's your girlfriend.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. That I think if you were to poll a hundred people, you'd probably have like a solid thirties to forties of them, which is going to be the highest percentage saying that line. Oh, it's so I think I think on an objective broad level, I think you could make the argument that "Buzz, your girlfriend, woof" would be the <laughs> top line of the movie. I can't really think of any that compete with that directly, but... Merry
1: Christmas, you filthy animals got to be up oh, there, right, too. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, that's a good point, which yeah. is funny because that wasn't even, like, a real character of the movie. Which, yeah. by the way, let's let's cover this now because it's not really in trivia. Did you know that movie was only created for Home Alone? Mm-hmm. I've heard that, yeah. me that. Angels with Filthy Souls was not an actual movie. They made it just for Home Alone, which is hilarious. Can you imagine, like, telling people, Yeah, I actually got cast in this Home Alone movie, but I got cast in a movie within the movie.
3: Yeah. I wonder why they did that. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? Yeah. And they're just, and we never, I mean, have you ever seen those actors anywhere else? I haven't. They probably, that's probably the only gig they ever got. But good for them, I guess. Um, I'm going to settle on probably Buzz Your Girlfriend Woof because that, like, I don't know. That one is just like.
1: That's the famous one. Yeah, the sure.
0: longevity behind that one, for sure. <laughs> Any other thoughts on that best line?
1: Mm, that's about it.
0: All right, let's get into favorite character then. I don't want to go first. So, who wants to go first for favorite character?
1: I think you gotta go the old man, the shovel slayer. Really? Yeah, because I think he's the one who like brings like, because the movie is kind of a comedy, but he kind of brings in like kind of more of a serious and like emotional element to the movie. So he's kind of the one who brings that into the movie. And, like I don't know, like, in my as a child, I remember crying in movies twice. One of them was when Rufio died in Hook. Oh, and the, other, and the other ones when the old man like reconciles with his son at the end of Home Alone and waves at Kevin. Really, and... you cried? interesting. I a bit when I was Did Kevin. you not really? cry
3: when Mufasa died? I didn't care. Oh, that. that was I cried in that one. Hmm. Interesting I didn't, I didn't cry in, in either of those.
0: That's... Well, George cried in Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, George. He's like, and he even said, "I liked the old man." Yeah, the old
1: man got to me. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's a good point um all right solid one ari's gonna hate my favorite character who's your favorite character though oh kevin really oh just classic kevin yeah that's gonna be an interesting conversation when we get to recasting i think because i've got some thoughts on that really yeah Yeah. but we'll get to that um mine is buzz i don't i don't think you have the actual movie without a buzz i think he's one of those i mean obviously here's the thing I don't want to play my hand too early, but the Wet Bandits are like, they are the movie, as far as I'm concerned. Like, if they don't nail whatever it is that they're doing, then it's just a completely different movie. But Buzz is integral in his own way as well, because he plays just this this greaseball villain, essentially. <laughs> That's just funny. And you kind of need one of those, too. I don't know. I'm not doing the best job backing up that argument, but this is what I wrote down. He was an amalgamation of every person I hated growing up. There were always the kids that swore at a young age, always kids that were aggressive because of their chubby insecurities, always those kids that were great at kissing up when adults were around. And that's more prom- prominent in Home Alone 2, by the way.
1: Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I love and that part.
0: Furthermore, there were always those kids that made up stories for seemingly no reason whatsoever. And Buzz just, like, was all of those kids, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, And, no joke, like, that three-parter specifically. Swore at a young age, aggressive because of their chubby insecurities, kissing up, I guess, four, and then making up stories. Like, I knew out all of those kids. They were usually their own version, but they just put them all in one. That's just kind of amazing to me.
1: also had a playboy in his drawer at a
0: yep. very young age... Yeah, we'll get to that as well. <laughs> he had a life savings, too. He did have a life savings that couldn't have been more than $4, mm-hmm. it looks like.
3: <laughs> <But> anyway,
0: <laughs> that sounds about right as well. And then I also put in John Candy. I think John Candy's a great character oh, yeah, in that definitely. movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. We
1: missed that one. Yeah. yeah. He it shot was... all
0: his scenes in like 24 hours, by the way. Really? Yeah, that's what they said. All right, next quick segment. And this is personal to me because I'm. This is the best TV show in the world in my mind. Which characters or which actors and actresses were on Seinfeld? Do you know off the top of your head?
1: I actually. I think, don't expect
0: Ari to know. I've she, never
1: watched yeah. Seinfeld. I think I recognize one from Seinfeld. It was the uh, the cop with the donut. Was he in Seinfeld? Yeah, he was. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
0: because he plays he plays Kramer in the Jerry okay, pilot. Yeah,
1: yeah okay. He yeah. he definitely has a unique look. Like you can yeah. pick him out of a crowd easily. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his name, by the
0: way, Sergeant Balzac. Balzac? Nope, Balzac. It's a Z.
3: <laughs> oh, Bal. Okay.
0: Um, and for whatever reason, when when I was a kid, I thought he was eating caramel popcorn or something, and then I realized that this is a donut, and he's just like being a cop with a donut, of
1: course. But anyway, speaking of things that you don't know what they're eating in the movie, what the hell? I've never figured out what is Kevin eating when he's watching The Grinch, and he said like, or even you know, when he's watching the the black and white film,
0: Angels with Filthy yeah. Souls, and
1: he has like these marshmallows with like it look. I don't know what it was, but it looks so good, and I always wanted. It, Ari and we I talked about
0: it. this. Oh,
3: didn't we like go through it and yeah, what was it?
0: Yeah. what
1: was it? It was marshmallows with something.
0: On yeah, it. it was ice cream. It was a bunch was of ice cream. cream. It was the almost like it was like the Spumoni ice cream. It was like strawberry, chocolate, vanilla.
3: Is that what the part you're talking Chocolate about? Chocolate syrup, yeah. whipped
0: cream, and marshmallows. And marshmallows. Which, to me, was like, marshmallows? But then Ari totally backed it up. She's like, no, like marshmallows and ice cream are amazing together.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah they are. We should make it after this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to order handles right now. Do it.
0: Yeah. I actually love handles. Yeah. Um, okay, two more that were actually in Seinfeld. Three total in this movie. Oh, were wow. in a Seinfeld episode. At least one. The old man in the airport, who's the husband of the lady that makes the deal. With uh the wife or the, the mom,
1: the guy he talks about—he she has a whole bunch of those, even the dangly yeah, ones, the nice little dangly <laughs> ones.
0: Yeah, exactly. uh He was—he was in one of the episodes randomly early on, and then I, the th- I recognize
1: him. What episode was he in?
0: It was when they—they they lost him. They like—they lost the dad. Like he went ran off, and he because they were doing like they were—it was with the senior citizens. They all like were caretakers for senior citizens, and one of them gets lost, and Sorry. that was the one that gets lost. Oh, yeah, I'm not, it's an older yeah, episode. We're not. That, yeah. This is great radio. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one that I can think of is the Santa. The Santa from oh
1: yeah, the okay, guy so that's also what, in Armageddon. What's What episode was he in?
0: He was. Uh, he was in. He was in a famous episode. He was in the Seven. <whistles> Yeah, exactly. When George, when they're wanting to name George's George wants a name for his kid seven, but like the the couple that Susan's friends with is going to name their kid seven instead. That's he's the, okay. he's the husband. I, in I, that.
1: He kind, I kind of can picture kind of it. it, right it. Now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that probably was a crappy segment. I'll be honest, because if you don't know Seinfeld, it's just not
1: going to be a really boring for <laughs> Exactly.
0: I got a lot of listeners dropping off right yeah, now. If you don't
1: know Seinfeld? Screw you. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Actually.
0: All right. Crazy theories. I got a couple of my own, I'm going to share. Okay,
1: I got some too. You have got some. some. Good, Mm -hmm. good. Okay,
0: I'll go first. I think Kevin's mom is the breadwinner of the family. Mm. Two reasons why. Always walking around in that power suit, like she's owning the place. (laughs) True. Like if you're going to tell me she's not some boss realtor or something like that. Just killing it. She totally looks like a realtor, especially mm. of the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s realtor. she got that she vibe does. to me. Yeah.
1: yeah, and Home Alone 2, she gets that short haircut.
0: That's right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Power power move on her part. <laughs> Not a
1: big fan of the short hair, but. Yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah. hey, they don't care. That's why they do it. Um, and then she paid for the pizza. You know, you notice that? Oh, that that's a subtlety. Yeah. The, the husband is like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to ask my wife or something like that.
1: True. Yeah, I've always wondered, like, I maybe, maybe you're right, but I've always wondered, what did Peter McAllister do for a living? Because it seems like he's killing
0: it. I have that for yeah. unanswerable questions. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't want to spoil that too much. All right, my next theory. Well, it's not mine. It's one that I saw that I think is hilarious. And it might be in the one of those Honest trailers, because Home Alone actually has one of the funniest Honest trailer uh, clips I've ever seen. Um but it's a it's a fan theory that Kevin grows up to become Jigsaw from the movie Saw. <laughs> what? So, yeah, um, sort of makes sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because like all like the little crazy things that the the wet bandits have to go through, and it's like the kid oh. the kid that was had so much pleasure doing that that he just like took it into adulthood and then made it with extremely dire consequences uh, <laughs> for the people that he put in those situations, and just got more and more creative. It's possible
1: speaking of that, not to go on a tangent, but the uh, one of the James Bond movies, I think it's Skyfall. Is that is that one of the names? Skyfall? Or,
0: uh yeah, that sounds right. Or,
1: yeah, so the in that one they make it there's a scene where they build all these traps to like protect the house and then someone on YouTube like put it to home alone music. <laughs> so it like it looks like Kevin and it's like a home alone scene where they're building these traps to protect the house. It's amazing. <laughs> Gotta look it up on YouTube, anyone listening. Oh that would be yeah. funny.
0: Um yeah, and the thing that I have, I think the biggest hole about that theory about Kevin growing up to become Jigsaw is that Jigsaw actually has more empathy than Kevin does, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Which, we'll get to that as one of Ari's theories. But Well, it's also,
1: it makes sense, too, because in Home Alone 1, his traps are all pretty, like, mild and benign. Like, just like, oh, I hurt you a little bit here. In Home Alone 2, he's trying to kill them. <laughs> like, it like, <laughs> like he's, like, freaking dropping, like, bricks, thousand-pound iron bars in their faces and throwing bricks at their heads. And
0: Well, you're so you're the resident uh, doctor as well. Like here with us, so yeah. what in your assessment, doc, are these bandits coming out alive
1: in home alone too, there's no way in hell they're coming out alive, like after he sticks his head in a toilet full of kerosene and blows the room up. <laughs> Pretty sure his head's gone after that. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, so
0: it's, there is a chance they survive in Home Alone yeah, 1.
1: Yeah. Home Alone. There's, there's, there's a reason there was no legitimate Home Alone 3. It's because they actually died. They died in their injuries. <laughs> the guys you see at the end they, of they Home 2. They succumbed to yeah, their injuries. Yeah, no, they, yeah,
2: the,
1: the guys you see at the end of Home Alone 2, those are doubles because though that's not Harry and Mars. There's no way. They're dead already.
0: All right. Let's get to the uh, who wants you go, next on
1: Chase. all right. So I have a couple, and I actually, these are from I, I posted these as memes on Twitter back in the day, and I saved them because they're great. So I have to show you the pictures to make them to make them special. So one conspiracy theory is that Marv was future Kevin, because as, as we all know, Macaulay Culkin like went through kind of a dark stage in his life and became kind of this druggy with long hair and kind of looked disgusting. And so, Marv was future Kevin, who came back, got a perm and robbed his own house in an insurance scheme. And, <laughs> and if you look at look at the picture of Marv and Kevin when he's older, pretty similar, right? <laughs> look at this.
0: Oh, so oh wow. Oh yeah. my gosh. So are you, are you, you put that out? You put that out five years ago? Yeah, that was a long time ago. But it was a
1: great. It actually, got a lot. It of love. looks exactly like him. Uh-huh, so and then,
0: wait a second though. He so you think he lives in his parents' house?
1: So I'm I'm saying that Marv came like Marv is future Kevin. Who but had, how would he take the insurance money? He's a kid, but his family's gonna get paid off. Maybe he—I don't know. Don't don't go too deep into this. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Okay, conspiracy theory number two is that John Candy in Home Alone, uh, which looks awfully a lot like Buzz, as he the, the actor who played Buzz when he got older, looks exactly like him. So John Candy is actually time traveling Buzz who came back to help his mom. And Ooh,
0: we, I like that, that one so a that lot. Right in the middle, that's mm-hmm.
1: Buzz when he's older. Oh,
3: yes.
1: Like...
0: That's a fantastic one. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Yeah solid solid on the second the first one i don't like in so fact Bu- i hate the first one yeah.
1: B- buzz becomes a good guy when he gets older so yeah he, okay he
0: he, he, repents. he he
1: repents They need to make like a spin off about just buzz like, i like, agree <laughs> actually well so
0: i didn't watch the new home alone that just came out on disney plus
1: yeah he makes a cameo but yeah he
0: he plays the cop um didn't the thing is i just in, i don't know i was gonna i was at one point i was like yeah i should watch that but i was like then i saw what it was all about, and it just looked unbearable. My, so my family
1: it. said it was funny. so Really?
0: Maybe it's worth I, it. I might give it a shot. I will shot. say the kid that plays kind of the Kevin part, um, he's in Jojo Rabbit. He's not he's not the kid, Jojo Rabbit, but he's like his friend. Mm-hmm. Fantastic little actor. He is actually great in that movie. So I could see it being okay, I guess, maybe just from that alone, but I don't know. I wasn't very hopeful, but maybe I'll check it out. Anyway, Ari, what are your theories? Um, That
3: Kevin was the product child of infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. Let's hear it. Because, like, no one likes him, including the dad. Mm-hmm. The, the dad is always subm- uh, dismissive of him, like, right from the beginning. And even at the end when they get home, everyone's like, oh, for, like, two seconds, happy to see Kevin again. The dad is like...
0: Yeah. It's kind of, like, more obligatory. Yes. Yeah. And none of the have you noticed that none of his siblings, like, care? No. When they get home to see him for the first time after the kid. is like, oh, there's Kevin.
3: Old, they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like they all know that he was.
0: And they're the more like, child. he went shopping.
3: What a funny kid. doesn't guy. even know
0: how to tie his <laughs> shoes. He went shopping. Like, like, they don't care. They don't care about Kevin. They're not there, like. I mean, let's be real. If this is a sibling of yours, especially if this is a kid of yours, I mean, they leave him. They leave him after the first minute like couple minutes of seeing him and then he's all of a sudden looking out the window alone at the the old man again hugging his family you're like how is he out of anyone's sight at this
3: point (laughs) point? Exactly.
0: and so actually let's get into unpopular opinions here really quickly because this was what this is what i had put down for that which was and i know we're jumping here but i am convinced that kevin's family actually just hates him like they treat him like garbage They they do and here's what i wrote down his sister calls him incompetent but in French, which somehow seems even more insulting, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. In one scene, his brother mocks him after eating all of his favorite pizza. His uncle calls him (laughs) a jerk in front of everyone. His cousin calls him a disease. Actually, I think that's his brother that calls him a disease. And his parents... That's
1: the redhead kid.
0: Yeah, I think that's yeah. his brother.
1: That's his brother? Yeah, I thought, I I thought that was a Well, cousin. his mom has red hair. Yeah, you're right. I think yeah, yeah maybe I'm pretty is.
0: sure his brother, because he's there. He's there at the end of the that's movie. Like Frank and all like, his immediate family is there at the end. He's
1: uh, Fred and Joe Weasley. Or yeah, something, where, where, something like Fred, that. And, where, where are the, are names Fred, I don't care. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and his parents never have his back at all. Uh, meanwhile, his loser cousin, who's actually his little brother in real life, gets pinned against the wall by a chair. Are you kidding me? That's just I had to point that out. That's ridiculous. <laughs> his brother openly bullies him, and his parents didn't seem to do anything about it. And this is all, like, you see this again play out in Home Alone too. when you made that reference to Buzz saying, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Like, that whole thing is, like, Buzz is sitting there doing a percussion ensemble, <laughs> to, during Kevin's solo in Home Alone Two, no one
1: gets mad at Buzz. No one gets
0: mad at Buzz. Sure, he's on trial for a little bit, but you're just like, this isn't, this is unbelievable. And the uncle, same uncle Frank, makes reappears in Home Alone Two, and he's like, no, it wasn't good, but it was pretty gull, darn hilarious. And you're like, these people are evil. They hate yeah. Kevin. Like yeah. they clearly hate Kevin. So obviously he's gonna act out.
1: And maybe they have a good reason to hate Kevin. We only see the we see the movie from Kevin's perspective. Maybe Kevin is a little bastard, and we don't know
0: yeah That's another thing. could be but what came first the chicken or the egg and maybe this is all to Ari's point maybe maybe he
3: doesn't belong Peter
0: McAllister is like well he's not even my kid exactly so that's Ari's theory he's John Candy's kid (laughs) (laughs) Buzz's kid now we're getting weird dude
3: creepy (laughs) alright
0: was that was that the only one or is that Gia Moore that was a good one
3: I think he's autistic
0: (laughs) (laughs) that could very well be the case because I here's the thing any any kid that could pull that off has to be extremely focused. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, imagine,
1: imagine any normal 10-year-old building one of those traps. Right? Look at
3: all ex- those traps.
0: I mean, think about this. Let's take one of the more simple ones. Besides laying out the micro-machines, which, by the way, there's foreshadowing of that. His dad said, called him out at the beginning. He's like, "You got to take care of those micro machines that are everywhere." I did. You know? Did you notice that? Yeah. Oh, that was kind of cool. I didn't notice that before. So he uses the micro machines to his advantage. They slip on them. They fall. All that stuff. Let's take like a simpler one too. Not simpler, but simple, but a little bit more complex. The tying the rope to the paint cans. I could. I don't know if I could pull that off now. And this ten-year-old did it to two.
1: You couldn't pull that off now.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know if I could confidently pull off <laughs> yeah. tying really? a rope to paint cans on top of that balcony thing and swinging them down, timing them perfectly,
1: and okay, having so an all the timing, back. so executing the trap properly. Everything about it. it. I mean, Everything you about you can tie it. a, rope to a paint can but the I could. But I
0: could also see it as soon as it, as soon as it loses all its slack, it just falls it's somehow.
1: sort of impressive.
0: I don't know. I mean, that's is like
1: extremely
3: impressive. It something. is
1: Actually, so on a tangent now, favorite trap.
0: Ooh, this is good. I didn't have this. So my
1: mine is definitely it's a very simple one, but it's the hardest I laugh in the movie every time. It's the it's just putting all the ornaments below the window. And then the way Marv steps into the room, he puts his feet up and just slams his feet down like as hard as he can, and just gets all the shards in his feet. I freaking love that trap. <laughs> yeah, that was
0: actually candy, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked that up in the trivia, um, candy. But that oh, still really? hurt. I feel yeah. like, but yeah, it was real.
1: Just like who steps into a room? Yeah, apparently, like that? Marv
0: did his own stunts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think that's an actual thing. But um, what favorite trap? I don't know, but
3: I've got a least favorite trap. What's that? (laughs) It's the one with the single nail on the Ooh, that one is bad. That that one is bad. Well, no,
1: it's just like... It's dumb. Well, the, the odds of that was going to work are exactly. pretty low. It's so like, what's the odds he's going to step right on like, that nail? I mean,
0: unless he could have put a few nails on there, and then you're like, like yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But he yeah. just put one, and, and he happens steps. To and on it. he steps so low and on that, like that thing, like yes. his foot goes down like a solid three inches. <laughs> well, on that.
3: Kevin,
1: those, Kevin had to put tar on all those stairs, thinking, okay, it's going to make his shoes come off.
2: <laughs> and he's, he's
1: going to eventually, right when he gets to this stairs, shoes will be off at this point, and then he's going <laughs> to so step on one the nail. nail.
2: <laughs>
0: So work. Um, I don't know that's tough favorite trap i I think I'm probably the f- the f- the flame oh, you know what actually <laughs> the the flame torch thing is fantastic but there's another excellent part that leads to one of the best exchanges between the west wet bandits I think where he's like he he comes into that room, and he has, like, that slime glue stuff all over his face from the saran wrap. It's
1: kind of a pointless drop. <laughs> and then it is kind of, by comparison. But
0: I love the exchange that comes afterwards, and then it blows him up with the feathers and uh they finally run into each other in the house and he's like why the hell are your shoes off he's like why the hell are you dressed like a chicken (laughs) yeah that's
1: (laughs) fantastic
0: i do love that exchange (laughs) i love that exchange so the trap itself sucks but it leads into one of my favorite that that is a part in the movie where i'm laughing really hard but i actually want to get to that in a second we're done with theories yeah kevin might be autistic i'll give you that um i did a let's see you know, I don't think I wrote this down, so I kind of want to get into this right now. But um, the part that I wanted, I wanted to ask you guys along these lines is what was the part that, like, you remember just, like, belly laughing and, like, where your stomach would hurt if there was one, like, as a kid that has still basically, like, kept itself, kept its momentum into adulthood watching the movie again? Does that, does that make sense, that question? Yeah. I
3: could, um...
0: So I'll tell you mine as you guys think about it. It's It's the spider scene so it all starts where you already start kind of chuckling when kevin takes the spider and puts it on marv's face which by the way was a real tarantula and marv really did that so that was kind of cool um and he has that scream and the scream is amazing and he like moves and like the the spider jumps off and it falls right onto harry (laughs) and this is the part that gets me every time where he's got his crowbar up kevin escapes in the meantime and the Tarantula's just on Harry and he has zero clue. He's just looking up at Marv and Marv's <laughs> like, Harry, don't move. I mean, now that, that actually is like one of the most rewatchable scenes in my mind. Well,
1: it is so unnecessary the way he goes about it. You <laughs> didn't have to hit him. You could have you know, brushed the spider off of him and he they him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're, they're idiots. What do you expect? But yeah. the part that gets me every time, and this got me as a kid too, is when like slowly you see this progression or digression, I guess you could say, is... Harry just getting more and more worried where he like sees Marv with the crowbar on top of him and he's like first he starts out and he's like Marv what are you doing and then he's just like Marv is not stopping he's like don't move and he's like Marv what are you doing and then the very last thing he says Marv <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he just clocks him right in the chest and then it's just uh, that part every time every time I'm hey, laughing super hey
1: how do you look you, <laughs> you jerk you <laughs> j- <you're> jerk <laughs>
0: Uh, you guys have any scenes like that
1: Um, Mine is probably I don't think I appreciated it as much when I was younger but now it gets me every time is when uh, they're coming out of that house they rob and Marv has this like perverted little smile on his face and he walks into the car he's like you did it again didn't you He's like, <laughs> you left the water and you like, it's our trademark. <laughs> like, all the grids have one. <laughs> it's our calling card. That is a good one. Just like this little smile. I can totally relate to like you just did something mischievous, but you don't want to tell anyone. I, I love
0: it. Yeah, yeah. I get yeah. that. I get that. <laughs> Ari, do you have one? Okay. Actually, don't. It was, was off-the-cuff question, so you're excused.
3: But I don't think I remember belly laughing at any point. Really? No. Not like laughing that hard.
0: That part every time. It's like my abs would hurt after it. Not Not every time do my abs hurt, but I remember there were some times where I was just like I couldn't control it.
3: Then again, it takes a lot for me to get to that point where I'm like... Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Plot holes, I know of two. The wet bandits are clumsy as hell. So that just kind of like... You're like, really? These are adults? There are parts where you just look at it and you're like, these guys are the most incompetent You know when they're they're
3: like um, robbing one of the homes and... They're just, like, trying to put everything into a bag. Yeah. And they're not getting
0: anything. And they're, like, none of it's even going in the exactly. bag. Like, how do you slip going upstairs so badly on ice? Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's that shouldn't happen. Unless, like, his center of gravity is so low <laughs> gonna that go it's...
1: You're flying into the <laughs> air and backflip. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. I guess is possible.
0: He is, like, 5'3". Joe Pesci is kind of a bowling ball. But...
3: Sure. Yeah, the, that... That kind of annoyed
0: me. That part, you know, you are kind of looking at all that, yeah. so it has moments of just kind of like, oh, this is ridiculous. Um, also, Marv saved Kevin's life. This yes. is only a plot hole if the the point was to off Kevin, mm. which I think it might have been. <laughs> but like, they were driving, and Marv says, "Hey, watch out!" And then they hit the brakes, and Kevin does that scream, and they just barely miss him. It's like, why did Marv should just like let's? Who cares? Like, let's kill a kid. Like, what what do we care? Maybe it's not as big of a plot hole as I think, but it could be.
3: They that, let him live.
0: That ends the movie, yeah. and the, and the what bandits make it out.
3: I don't think they. I didn't think he would have died, though. They were moving have. slow.
0: True, but that was carrying a lot of
3: weight. <laughs> I think they just would have knocked him over, and he would
1: have and got would up have and just, run. It would have given him
0: brain damage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wouldn't have been able to
2: pull out any of yeah, he, yeah,
1: that's true. <laughs> so I have, I have one, it's not really a plot hole, but it, there's a couple of... Um, one of them is not it's just a thing that wouldn't happen in real life so no one ever thinks about this but when kevin's walking away with his groceries and both of the grocery bags break at the same time so literal yes. holes like like how does that that's not at even the possible exact same time. Like both of point. these bags are just going to happen to spontaneously rupture at the same time and all the groceries fall out yeah that's right. a really good point someone, and someone obviously had like a pull string and yanked them I I never noticed that I'll be honest I never noticed that and then another one this isn't a plot hole it's just a misinterpretation it's kind of
0: a weird thing to put in a movie real quick sorry Yeah. it's like we're not like talking about how Kevin has everything like going against him and he's just having a bad day left and right like that's a weird part to just put in the movie I wonder (laughs) whose idea that was like you'd be hilarious if we just let the groceries fall out at the same time which is funny but it's also super random it doesn't do anything for the plot at
1: all it could have been a deleted scene for sure yeah um, and then one that's not a plot hole is just a misinterpretation of the movie I always had when I was a kid, when they're like sitting in the car and like all the time lights are coming on. I always thought they had some device where they were like, pressing a yeah, button and to the lights. lights yeah. Cause he would like point at it and then yeah. the lights would turn on. He's like number 671 now.
0: <laughs> and I'm not sure about like, I, why is he trying to impress Marv so much with that? I was like, who cares that he knows when the lights are coming? Is that just to convey that he like knows the neighborhood more than anyone?
1: I think it's just, cause that I would f- take a day yeah it's like oh good for you You, yeah exactly you you had a watch yeah exactly (laughs) you wrote down the time and you have a watch
0: on you right now like good like i'm not sure what you're really demonstrating maybe
1: they're demonstrating they know those people aren't home because the lights are time is
0: is harry really trying to pull a fast one over us that he's like been there for like weeks and that he's really literally memorized by based off of how dark it is outside when everybody's (laughs) lights will turn on because that's no I'm not buying that
1: yeah well and then the whole thing where he like dresses up as a cop and goes around like what have you ever heard of that happening ever like a cop goes around the neighborhood like oh just that's what I said doors locked like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's he doing yeah, yeah he's yeah. also showing his face which isn't good like the so wet bandits, it's like with
0: his trademark of
1: that golden tooth Oh, yeah, speaking of that, I had a crown put in today, and I was like, I should have gone for the golden tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: you should have. I'm if anyone can pull there's it anyone,
0: the if there's anyone that would want to do that willingly and kind of own <laughs> it, <a> gold tooth. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, you're missing some teeth. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. <laughs> um, did you have any pawls, Ari? No. Okay, trivia. Did you guys have any trivia because I have I'm loaded with it and we can get through these pretty quick. Yeah. I don't think that's going to I've be. got
1: one. And um, this is this isn't this is, Well, I have two. So one of them is do you know the numbers this is like stupid but do you know the numbers that Buzz uses to confuse his sister when the, when she's yeah. doing the head count? What are they?
0: 11, 12 Ninety-seven.
1: Clums. It's 11, 92, 12. I actually knew that. That's why I asked that one. I <laughs> is that,
3: what, is that, what do they mean? Is
1: when, when, when she's counting people and Buzz is trying to screw her up, she's like, one, two, three, and Buzz is like, 11, 92, 12. Yeah, but is it like a meaning? <laughs> no, no. Oh, That's just a thought, stupid question.
0: You know, did you guys see that, that, uh, that internet meme come around when like, They with the recount and like how some of those states were taking
1: forever. The buzz was doing that. The buzz was like Michigan or something like that, and he like even moves his head away. Or
0: Pennsylvania, he like moves his head away. She's like going for
1: it. (laughs) That was
0: an amazing one. Uh, What's your other one?
1: The other one is uh, it's not really a trivia, but it's just like a. FYI thing. If, so if you watch the scene, I knew I knew this. When, was coming. when Kevin's, so when you watch the sledding scene where he's going down the stairs, if you pause it, so it, sh- it, sh- it shows from like the first person angle, and then Kevin's going down, and then there's an angle like kind of from the front where Kevin's coming down the stairs. If you put it in slow motion and pause it, it's definitely not Kevin going down those stairs. It's very
0: clearly <laughs> an older man. It's, a, it's
1: like an old man. And you can see his face. An and, old yeah. man? I don't think
0: he's old. I think he's probably like 28. Yeah, but he's, yeah,
1: he's old. But he's a
0: little person. Yeah, he's
1: definitely not Kevin Kelly. You can
0: tell it's. It's funny. <laughs> you can tell it's a little person.
1: Oh, yeah, for Just sure. by that,
0: like, I mean, they're in a sled, so you wouldn't know for sure, but you can gather all that somehow still.
1: Oh, yeah, and you, you kind of notice it again on the zipline scene when he's coming on the zipline, and you, like, it shows Kevin going, but then when it zooms out, you see, like, this big guy on the zipline. He's like, I ain't Kevin. Oh, wait, is it really a big <laughs> yeah. guy? I didn't notice yeah. that. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Is it really
0: uh, a little person? It is. <laughs> it, it really is. That one's legit. Like you can very clearly yeah, see, wanna, tell it's not you Kevin. I want to look up
3: who that is and have, see. What yeah, he looks I'm gonna like, do that while you're
0: talking. I want to know if there's a picture of them together, like Kevin with his stunt double. That'd be incredible.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna look right now.
0: Um. All right. So my trivia: Buzz is 13 when the like he is 13 when this movie was made. Like the actor and everything. Not Why that Buzz is supposed to be 13. More. He is 13. I always viewed Buzz as like at least 17. Ugh.
1: Yeah, when you're little though, everyone seems so much older than they are.
0: It's true, but like he's even but now even he doesn't now. look 13. Even now he does not look 13 to me.
1: You yeah, it's true. He does yeah, he's definitely old for his age. Yeah. He went to
0: puberty early. Um yeah. Hillary Wolf, one of Kevin's sisters, the Burnett sister. Um she's the one that says like he's so helpless and talking to Buzz who gives he's his reasons about why him. he doesn't care. Uh she became a judo champion of like an Olympic judo participant so she like stopped acting and went into judo and like made it to the olympics i thought that was interesting apparently pizza hasn't been affected by inflation yeah. you know how much those 10 pizzas cost that they bought that night
1: oh, 122 50 yeah. yeah so what is that how did i know that that's yeah amazing. that is good actually that's
0: good um that's or is it autistic <laughs> <laughs> kevin, takes actually. one to know one <laughs> are you kevin um twelve dollars a pizza Really less, including taxes, so I guess maybe there's a little bit of inflation there. But, like, you could probably get – you could get 10 pizzas from Costco for, like, exactly that same price. Yeah.
1: Maybe they got really quality pizza in the McAllister house. I mean, they are pretty good. That's loaded. very
0: possible, right? I talked about the micro-machines foreshadowing. I caught that on my own. I thought that was cool, but uh, probably not as cool as it really is. But anyway – or probably not that cool. Here's a rough estimate um, for how much the – this – I didn't do the math on my own. I looked this up how much the McAllister's spent on that trip. Mm -hmm. So their 1990-15 tickets from Chicago to Paris at Christmas, 11 coach and four first class for the adults. A nonstop round-trip flight on American Airlines would cost an estimated $35,320. It's
1: an expensive little family trip there. Right? Yeah.
0: Just the flight. That's just the flight. Now, granted, it looks like they stayed with family while they were out there, but they still, they
1: stayed in like a nice hotel. And...
0: Or, or was it a nice hotel? I think so. I don't know. I couldn't tell. But anyway, so they're freaking swimming in it. That's for sure. Um,
1: Kevin, you spent nine hundred and sixty-seven dollars <laughs> the group service. Which, by the way, yeah, like was he
0: was he mad about his his kid was just alone in New York? Like he should be able to spend whatever he wants. That's yeah. that's the way I see it.
1: Well, I also was a, as a kid. I was confused if that was Buzz yelling that or the dad. Because, like, Buzz gets the tab, and then you oh, own yeah. dad, but then, then, he, then yeah, it's, it's obviously the Yeah, it's definitely Peter, the dad, yeah.
3: <laughs> By the um, way, am I, am I right about the stuntman mm. was 30 years old.
0: 30, there you go, mm-hmm. yeah. Pop quiz. What is Old Man Marley's serial killer name?
1: Oh, it's the South Bend Shovel Slayer.
0: Bingo. And now that, to me, could be two things. A great heavy metal band name war fantasy football team name South Bend Shovel Slayer. Yeah, I like that. I think that's fantastic, yeah. right? Um, okay. What's in Buzz's trunk?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I wrote a lot of it down.
3: His life savings.
0: His life savings of about $4.
3: Yep.
1: He's got the he's got the Playboy in there. Yep, the right favorite. at the top, which is like It was recently viewed by Buzz. Either
0: that or Working like mistake. in his clearly unlocked trunk like really like that's he's putting that at the top he's not
1: worried about his mom rooting through his stuff i
0: guess not anyway we don't need to spend too long on this my nephews listen to this i think
1: a baseball's in there
0: yep a baseball's in there anyway i'll go i'll go read my list um by the way i I looked up i looked up the cover the model because it was like a news reporter real news reporter on that playboy shelly jameson you're kidding no that's serious i did not look up the actual playboy (laughs) don't worry um crunch taters never heard of those but it's a frito-lay treat apparently A picture of his girlfriend, obviously. Upside down, by the way. So were they going through some tough times? I don't know. Um, Two boxes of Junior Mints. Twinkies. Sugar Babies. A baseball mitt. A baseball. Maybe a picture of Jordan Peterson. No joke. It kind of looked like... (laughs) Good Food Cookies. I don't know what that was a thing, but there was like a bunch of those scattered throughout. Binoculars, it looks like. A mouth guard. Bubbles. So a big bubble guy, I guess. Uh, athletic tape, a forearm workout thing, you know, that thing you to squeeze <laughs> oh, to make yeah. your forearm. Uh and a little toy airplane.
1: <laughs> Actually, the Jordan Peterson thing makes some sense because at the end, Kevin, what did you do to my room? Like he was mad that his room wasn't clean. There's another theory. That's right. <laughs> clean your room. He's a big fan of
0: Jordan Peterson. That's so true. All right, more on to trivia. Without Uncle Buck, which I've never seen this movie, but it came out shortly before Home Alone, the movie would have never been made. Because Macaulay Culkin had, like, a a quick little role in that movie, and he, like, kind of, like, based... So Home Alone was essentially written for Macaulay Culkin. Um, He had that kid in mind. But they still did a tryout, and we'll get to that in a little bit. So other kids had a shot, but it was really his the whole time.
1: Well, along those same lines, this is more for the uh, Jigsaw theory. Have you seen the movie The Good Son? uh,
0: Yeah. Well, no, I haven't seen it. But I know you've been hot on this movie for a little bit Yeah, yeah, so
1: Macaulay Culkin's, like, this evil little kid in that show that's, like definitely on his path to being a serial killer mm-hmm. in fact he hmm. in, the, in the movie he actually killed his little brother so oh my gosh his oh. infant brother
3: oh so. this is this dark, dark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right but chase um, is
3: known for liking his dark movies oh yeah absolutely well, that one he made yeah freaking watch.
1: midsummer
0: dude yeah, yeah. you psychopath yeah. but anyway um dr ryan st Clair. since chase isn't going to really chime in here apparently Uh, Diagnosed some of their injuries with the following outcomes. That iron should have caused a blowout fracture leading to serious disfigurement and debilitating double vision if not repaired properly. And the blowtorch? (laughs) The skin and bone tissue on Harry's skull would be so damaged and rotted that his skull bone is essentially dying and will likely require a transplant. (laughs) So, there's that. Um, I already said the tarantula on Mars' face was real. Two Oscar nominations in this movie. You have any idea what that might have been?
1: Oh, like what the nominations were or who got them what they were oh I <laughs> have no idea
0: all music so a little also, bit of a oh list really? John Williams or yeah no. John Williams got nominated for original score and original song it's
1: a fantastic score if that's the
0: thing yeah. I like I don't know if the music's underrated or not but it like like it's amazing the music is actually amazing, and it gets even like better, I think, in Home Alone too.
1: I think mo- I agree. A-, a lot of people still associate Home Alone with like their like go-to Christmas music. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, I do. Like, that. I, like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Christmas, and I'll type in YouTube Home Alone soundtrack. There you sure.
0: go. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Any other trivia? No. Okay. Casting almost, and recasting. We'll talk a little bit about this. Um, John Mulaney. Auditioned as, oh, oh, got asked to audition as Kevin as a kid. The comedian and SNL writer, John Mulaney You guys know him, right? No, you don't? Nope. Oh, he's actually pretty well known, I think, generally speaking. But anyway, what, whatever. But
3: where does he appear?
0: He's not in it, but he no, got asked to like oh. no. like, audition. um about? his big thing was SNL, but he's done his own, like, he has his own Netflix comedy specials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro and John Lovitz both turned down the role of Harry. <laughs> that one I thought was fascinating
1: yeah. Robert De Niro it's Joe Pesci such a hilarious when you, if you've seen Goodfellas you yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> like yeah that's the same it's crazy it's like that guy is a, capable of really doing some damage to Kevin
0: which let's talk about that for a second either one of those guys is Harry John Lovitz ruins that as Harry because yeah. Harry needs to be the competent one John Joe, Lovitz Joe Pesci was perfect Joe Pesci was f- amazing he was the he was Harry right yeah does Robert De Niro like he obviously takes it a different way does he ruin the movie does he make it better? I don't think he makes it better. Nobody does better no, than Joe Pesci. Better. But does he ruin it? I don't think he ruins it. I think he actually does okay, quite frankly. Uh,
1: Joe Pesci is basically like a real-life version of like Donald Duck, like the way he like mutters under his breath all the time. <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> like you couldn't have done that role better, especially for a little like a little kid audience. Well,
0: like, like apparently one of – I think the director who – I can't even think of right. Oh, Christopher Columbus um, or Chris Columbus, whatever he goes by um, – asked Joe Pesci to watch his language because there were a bunch of families and kids around the set. So he did have to like switch out some like F words for like other things. And so that became kind of a thing. So he would do that in the actual movie.
1: Um, There's got to be, if you like slow it down, there's got to be some swear words mixed in there where he's muttering. under Yeah.
0: (laughs) Robert De Niro, I actually think does a really good job in that role. Mm -hmm. I do. I'll tell you the difference though. Home Alone 2 never gets made. Robert De Niro isn't doing Home Alone 2. I don't, I don't (laughs) see it. I don't see it.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I, I'm I'm all Joe Pesci here.
0: You don't even like it. You don't even think Janeiro like is watchable.
1: Uh, I just don't like the idea of replacing Joe Pesci at all. I just can't think about that.
0: All right, well, you're a buzzkill.
3: Why wouldn't he, Why wouldn't he do a Homeland two?
0: I think he high roads it at that point. I think he's like, now nope, one was good enough for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back to this. I don't want to. I don't want to do slapstick humor twice now. Yeah. Whereas okay. Joe Pesci, I don't know. He's probably just having fun with it or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But um. Daniel Roebuck, who you, I'm sure neither Marv, of you know, he's Marv, right? yeah, he, well, no, 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 he, he, he w- was going to be Marv. In fact, they even shot some scenes together. Yeah. Daniel Roebuck isn't very well known, but he's in the Fugitive. Um, he's, you guys know the Fugitive, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He's on the U.S. Marshals team. He has the mustache. His, it, Ro- I can't remember his a, name like, in the Fugitive.
1: So he's the, he's like the, he's like um, Tommy Lee Jones, like sidekick guy, right?
0: Not sidekick. But he's on the team. Okay, I, think, and he, I, like, I think i you about oh. yeah, that, that. guy.
1: Okay, yeah, I recognize him.
0: Yeah, um, he, So they've tried so hard to get... Who was the guy that played Marv? I can't remember his name off the top of my head.
1: I would know it if I heard it.
0: Yeah, same here. They wanted him so bad. They were like, that guy needs to play Marv. But Daniel Stern? Yeah,
1: yeah. that's it. That's it yeah. They
0: wanted Daniel Stern to play Marv. They basically wrote that role for him. And he was going to, but then, like, they couldn't agree to it for whatever reason. I think he maybe had some conflicting stuff going on. So, like, all right, we'll get this other guy. And they shot it, and they are just like, it just doesn't fit. It just yeah. doesn't feel right. And then they were able to renegotiate some things, and they got Marv. Daniel Stern to play Marv, and that made all the difference. It had to have...
2: You know
1: who would have been a, a good Marv? It's Kramer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I think you're away. right, actually. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would have been fantastic.
1: Maybe it's because he looks like Marv, but yeah. part of it, I think he could have totally pulled it off. Well, it's
0: a very physical role, yeah, and that was what Kramer was fantastic at in yeah. Seinfeld. You're right. That actually would have been amazing. Uh-huh. I agree. Now, I'm probably a little bit biased because obviously I love Seinfeld, but that would have been good. Uh-huh. Um, Chris Farley tried out for the role of Santa. Oh, no, no way. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll be honest. When I envisioned Chris Farley in that role, I see somebody going really overacting on that um, part.
1: I would have enjoyed it. Just any Chris Farley would be great. Yeah, I'm, but that might I'm be the,
0: that might be a little bit of a retroactive bias because we just miss him and want to see him in more stuff maybe. I don't know because he overacts in that scene for sure. You know you know his tryout was all about like <laughs> like just going way too heavy on the um, whatever he was saying at the time.
1: Yeah, I would even I would even put Chris Farley in like the Marv roley, but I think he could have been hilarious with that too. I don't
0: know if an overweight guy could have pulled <laughs> yeah, that off.
1: Yeah, that's the problem. No. But, anyway, but it would have been funny.
0: Yeah, it would have been funny just because <laughs> Chris Farley's hilarious. But yeah, he almost was Santa because he wasn't well known. I don't. He wasn't even on SNL at that point. Okay, um, I was
1: gonna say that seems beneath Chris Farley. Yeah, no, he wasn't even on SNL. I mean, like I
0: said, early '90s. So, um, but that's an interesting one, Kelsey Grammer. Was um, was was considered for the role of Uncle Frank? Who's that?
1: Yeah, who is He's
3: that? He's Fraser,
0: Doctor Fraser Crane. Okay, I'm shocked you guys don't know who Kelsey Grammer is. I'm gonna
3: have, I'm gonna look at this. But
0: um, mm-hmm. that's interesting because it's such a small role, and it's such a, like a demonic role, kind of in some ways. But he he nails it. If he does it, he nails it. There's no uh, question.
1: Okay, maybe I could see that he would nail it. He kind of looks like a jerk uncle.
0: Um. So yeah, now I, I have a question for you guys. Or did you have any follow ups to that? Okay, so a question for you guys can you switch out the movie and have it be better for anyone? any of these people is it better with any mean, of them what do you mean switch with out with any of them? those potential casting
1: oh honestly I don't think no. I would, none of the major roles I would change I'm sure like some of those side gigs like the Santa Claus like insignificant roles I'm sure it wouldn't be any different or maybe even better but like as far as the main characters go I wouldn't change anything
3: yeah I'm okay. with Chase
1: so
0: I I and probably about to make everybody mad here.
1: You're gonna take out Kevin? No.
0: Speaking of the good son, I think Elijah Wood could've done a pretty good job. I think he could have mm-hmm. Furthermore, I think Macaulay Culkin is weird. I think he delivers those lines really weirdly a lot of the time. Like it's it's kind of rigid. There's no I don't think there's rigid? a lot of flow. Yeah, I do. Aww. I think so. Especially when he does like the whole like when he's just monologuing and talking to himself, like it doesn't I don't know, it doesn't come off smooth. Granted, he's a young kid, so you can't really expect much, but I think Elijah Wood probably could have done pretty well. I saw I just remember Elijah Wood in North. The movie North. I don't yeah. know if you ever saw that one, mm-hmm. but he was amazing in that movie. Elijah Wood was so good and he would couldn't have been much older than, than Macaulay Colkin was when they when he filmed North. And mm-hmm. I think I think I mean, he does well. I do. I, I That's
1: think, I hard, hard, hard pass on that yeah. because honestly. Think of a more iconic child actor than 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 Maca- Macaulay Culkin. But he hold on, him. though,
0: that's not fair because why did he become iconic?
1: Do you, do you, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The fact is, is like when you think of like famous child actors, Macaulay Culkin's number one on that list. Because of Home Alone. Yeah, but maybe because he did well in Home Alone.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying you could that that theory doesn't hold any weight because but his
3: awkwardness. Because in if that, you replace
0: Macaulay Culkin, then all of a sudden he is that guy. I think.
3: But what you're talking about. Like his awkwardness, or like his, what would you say he's rigid? Yeah. Or I think his delivery is or, a little or rigid. Sometimes. Oh, you think sometimes. that his delivery—you said weird—is that what you it's said? It's a little strange. Yeah. Yeah, but that is part of the the character. He is he he is a strange kid. Now there's
0: there there's an argument maybe. Like yeah. he's
3: meant to be strange. He's supposed
0: could, to be. Could strange. very well be. I,
1: I think he pulls off the role of like a likable kid who's also kind of a little mischievous brat, all in one. Like you like him, but you also kind of see that he's kind of a punk at the same time. I, th- I think he pulls it off perfectly. I yeah, wouldn't change I a thing about that. Probably. I will
0: say the fact that his family hates him makes more sense because Kevin doesn't look likable. Elijah Wood does look more likable to me. Mm-hmm. He could kind of pull off like the sweetheart yeah. look, I think.
3: Yeah.
0: So yeah. maybe there's that. No,
3: I think I'm keeping, perfect. I'm keeping
1: the movie way, just the way it is. Mm-hmm. That's fine.
0: That's fine. Um, okay. So that I could probably have merged with unpopular opinion. Clearly. Uh, we talked about the music. Kevin having a raw deal, and then I said, "Kate McAllister, I believe, might be the main breadwinner." Um, one thing I didn't mention when I had mentioned it earlier was that she takes charge and gets a flight back to to try and get to Kevin asap. Like that's another thing. That seems because like,
3: Kevin's her child. Yeah, if they're not.
0: right. <laughs> there you go. Fits into Ari's theory perfectly as well. Um, yeah,
1: Mom's tend to be the warriors, though. Dad's are like, oh, yeah, he's fine."
3: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: Um, more unpopular opinions. Um, Oh, sorry. This was supposed to go under trivia. This was supposed to go under trivia. This was my favorite one too, I almost yeah. forgot. The picture of Buzz's girlfriend is actually a boy. Yeah. It's yeah, the art that, it's the oh art director's God. son. What? Yeah. That's amazing. It's the art director's well, son.
1: It, it kind of makes more sense why that did way they because did that? because it would have been like really mean to take some little girl and make her like the butt of a joke. So like the did intention. you think why they did it? Probably. I, I think that is actually. You're the, yeah. No, they like didn't
0: have it in them to like actually find a girl and be like make that. Really? That was really it. That's what they said at least. Yeah. No, yeah. It makes
1: more sense. Like have some guy intentionally dress up as a girl. Yeah, thing. and so like it was funny because like how they funny. they even
0: said like the the art director's son was like kind of jazzed about it. Like he thought it was pretty funny, but maybe yeah. he didn't like really understand just how iconic this whole movie would be. <laughs> Really but with really that said, like, it. who wouldn't want that? Like, still? look. All right. Unpopular opinion. Going back to that real quick. I'm not totally unconvinced the South Bend Shovel Slayer or Old Man Marley wasn't an actual serial killer. In other words, Buzz might be legit, like, in that in that story. Because the way he comes in and takes care of the wet bandits, he does it so quickly and coolly. That guy could... He was either a Navy SEAL or a murderer. Yeah, I was going
3: to say. I feel like <laughs> he was an... In- yeah, I feel like yeah. it's more likely he was a Navy SEAL.
1: He's yeah. another guy we need like a spinoff movie about like the South Bend stumble slayer. Yes. He actually did it. Like he actually was the murderer, but yeah. he kind of had like a good side to him too. Yeah, he, he did. It, it was
0: like more of a Dexter approach yeah, or something. Good, yeah, like yeah. he actually was used to taking out robbers or wet bandits or whatever in other parts of South Bend. Yeah,
1: okay. I, I love that. That, I mean, that, that would be a Netflix be, series. That actually that. would be
0: amazing. All right, let's get into unanswerable questions. We're coming out the don't, coming down the home stretch here. How much do you guys think she tipped the pizza guy? Do we know? We don't. Oh, that's unanswerable.
1: It's during the holidays; they have money. I bet she gave him a fifty piece.
0: She's he says nice tip. Thanks a lot.
3: Oh, yeah. true.
0: Yeah. So she? Do you think she upped it to one fifty? I think she upped it to a clean one fifty. Because one twenty-two fifty gives him almost thirty more dollars. Twenty-seven fifty more, which would be how much of a tip would that be? Be like a twenty percent tip, probably something like that. Solid, yeah, yes, Or yeah.
1: pizza blue. yeah, yeah 150. not bad.
0: Yeah. Twenty, twenty-five, and especially back then, I feel like fifteen was like what everybody was doing back then.
1: Yeah. So this isn't really trivia and kind of off topic. It's unanswerable
0: like, questions where we're at, by the way.
1: Okay, so this isn't that, but uh, just just like for the for the listeners, if you want a good uh, throwback or a good like um, uh, buzz, like. Just a movie to watch that has to do with Buzz. So Devin Ratray, the guy who plays Buzz, he's in a good movie called Blue Ruin. It's kind of an unknown movie, but it's actually pretty good. I don't like believe
0: you, you. No, you got
1: you got to watch it. He's he stars in it, and it's like.
0: Ever since you suggested Midsummer to me, i have never. Ever I'm never
3: kidding. watching any of Chase's mm-hmm. movies. <laughs> you'll,
1: you'll, you'll miss out. I'm sure, it's a good one. Wait, is it a horror? No, it's kind of more of an action, like mystery movie, kind of a crime movie. But does he
0: have a prominent role in it? Yeah, yeah, he does. He does.
1: Uh-huh. Pretty good in it too. Yeah. Really? I want to watch it right now. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Would.
0: Um. Okay. Now I have another. Una- I have a few more un- unanswerable questions. What's the relationship between Frank and the rest of the family? Like, I know he's the uncle, but like, what's the connection? Are he and Peter McAllister brothers, mm-hmm. or is it Frank and Kate, who's Kevin's mom? Is Frank the in law? Like, what is it? And the reason why I think that's actually somewhat of an important unanswerable question is because he certainly feels like he can. He, he asserts himself quite a bit, yeah. calling Kevin a jerk.
1: He lets the kids watch a rated R movie. That's right. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. I bet he's Peter's brother. Kind of seems like it, but they look nothing alike. Because the what? fact that
1: he feels so comfortable, like freeloading off of them, it's. I think you'd be more likely to do that in a brother context than like a brother. He could be
0: Kate's sister or Kate's brother. It says here.
3: Oh, maybe this is just... Okay, this is fandom. But yeah, that Frank McAllister... Oh, sorry. That Frank McAllister is the older brother of Peter.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows where people get that
3: from, but... I believe it, though.
0: I guess. They just look nothing alike. But there is that... They do kind of have that relationship where he's like, we're not going to make the flight. He's like, come on. He's like, think positive, Frank. He's like, you be positive. I'll be realistic. There's that kind of like brotherly Mm -hmm. banter back and forth. Yeah, there's that. That's the only time I could maybe see that.
1: Yeah, seems like it.
0: And he does freeload, so there's that uh okay here's another one what does peter McAllister do for a living i think i nailed it with kevin's mom i think kate like
1: i read
3: that they think he was in the mob
0: and that's what the web bandits
1: that's where the web they're in chicago so (laughs) Uh.
3: because like he's skeptical when he sees a cop in his home Uh. at the beginning and he's like "Uh, is there a problem here Am I like, under arrest? Doesn't yeah. he ask that? Yeah. He just he does. like assumes that and he's like yeah. dod he's like dodging him the whole time, like in mm-hmm. that scene. He like doesn't want anything to do with him. That's a good
1: point. Yeah. I think he's like a stockbroker or something. He's like he's obviously a guy who goes into the office and like in wears nice suits and stuff, really fashionable guy.
0: Doesn't seem very fashionable to me, but maybe I'm wrong. He's
1: always wearing nice clothes, like that big tan overcoat thing that <laughs> the other guy was wearing too.
0: Oh yeah, that was Alone, <laughs> too, too though. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still I'm still set on the fact that Kate McAllister's the breadwinner.
1: Nah he does he does
3: something. Yeah, he probably does something.
0: Um and then this is Chase's unanswerable question. Is Marv a pervert?
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Are you asking me this? I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, I just think the whole like thing with like <laughs> le- leaving the water running, and he seems to get off on that somehow. Like there's he some- does. there's something weird going on there. <laughs> yeah, I agree. This one went like that.
0: Does kind of seem funky, but I don't know if it's a perversion per se. And
1: then he, and then he grabs that lady's butt and humbles her and Gets punched in the face.
0: He doesn't though. But
1: it's an accident. yeah No, no, no. He, he doesn't. A, 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 a Kevin grabs. Kevin tugs right, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the fact that she looked at him and immediately thought he was a pervert. Well, he kind
0: of owned it too because he's like, oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he loved it. He says, what, what, he says something in French like machete or I don't know.
0: Uh, probably not machete. <laughs> um, all right, let's close it out with the last question: which who is the MVP of the movie?
1: You got to go with uh, Marv. Marv, really? Marv. Yeah. I think Marv is the one who like gets the most laughs. He's kind of the they seem to build all the the best traps around him.
0: Mm. Interesting. I don't know. That blowtorch is pretty impressive trap. That's a good one. <laughs> Home Alone 2, though, that one is fantastic when they electrocute him. That part's amazing. Yeah.
3: Home Alone 2, the, the pigeon lady is the MVP <laughs> for me. That's all right.
0: Um, But what about uh MVP Home Alone? Who do you think, Ari?
3: It's for me, it's Kevin.
0: Kevin? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a pretty good hill to die on. I think it's... I mean, I'm kind of cheating here, I guess, but I'm kind of with Chase. I think it's the Wet Bandits. I think, yeah. I think without them and especially those two as a duo like they're fantastic they're, they're, their chemistry together is amazing in a movie that doesn't require a whole lot and they hit it out of par, out of the park there if that makes sense the, like and it, it all kind of hinges on that because the only two characters that really need to make everything flow while they're in every scene together are those two and it's perfect yeah
1: well that's why Home Alone 3 was so stupid is the the bad guys they got were re- stupid
0: I didn't actually see that see neither that. I don't
1: shit it's worth your time
0: but that's my vote um, Chase and I kind of on the wet bandit side of things see what's funny is that I don't think you could take Harry out of that equation at all
1: I agree but if I had to pick one wet bandit I, I think Marv just gets more more play and they, I think they save like the best jokes for him that may be but I think they play off I mean you, you can't have one without the other but if I'm picking one person that's all yeah. I'm saying yeah well
0: hmm. do we have any closing thoughts as we get it out of this
1: I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the recap of Home Alone 2. Speaking of that, like, the, the fact that, uh, what's his, I'm losing his name right now. Um,
0: it, the clown? Yeah,
1: what, what's his name? What's the actor's name,
0: though? Uh, Tim. Tim Curry. Tim Curry.
2: The yeah.
1: fact that Tim Curry walks in on a clown in the shower, which is him in It, a clown in the shower, is kind of amazing. And I want to know the timeline. Like, which one of the? I think it was made in 1990. When was Home Alone 2 made?
0: It would have been like 93, so, 92. So, so, it was actually made very so, quickly after the first one. So
1: you gotta wonder if they if they intentionally did that as like a like yeah. callback. Yeah. You,
0: I'm sure you can Google that. Yeah. Anyway, interesting. Yeah, Tim Curry in Home Alone 2 is the I don't know what they call those guys. He's the some sort of hotel bell manager boy. there. He's not quite the bellboy. That's Rob Schneider, yeah. but um, he played it the clown in the original movie, but. <laughs> Thanks for that, Chase. Appreciate it. Uh Thank you both, especially, for coming on. I had fun. I'm
2: I'm you guys good Thanks for
3: having Everything's me. changing my mind. Go to a different time. Oh,
0: love, I remember falling so madly. There must have been magic in the valley and a rhythm in the night. Because I could.
3: Fade right out of you. If it takes time.